It all works. It does work. Love it when a plan comes good, together. You know, I know we haven't been doing any international travel, but coming to your office is like going on a trip. It's lovely. It's really nice. Went through customs really easily, and the passport was fine. See, customs is normally a nightmare going to your <laughs> joint. The Eastern distributor is like it's like what? it's like a TSA screening. <laughs> Did you get singled out for a pat down? Or? You get a triple S every time I go to your joint. You get the What's triple S security screening. So what's triple S? So they you know you when a... you get your boarding pass, if it says yeah. SSS on it, right? You're going to get the full inter- You're going to get the really? full pre-departure screening. And does that include a pat down? And a... Yep. Strip search, not full strip, but they know a lot about <laughs> really? you. Yeah, so triple S. If, if if they write, so is that just a random thing? Or they reckon it, you look dodgy. It's a, it's apparently <laughs> random. Have you had one? I have had it once. <laughs> so, you uh, had, so the person at the gate where you show them your passport you know, before you go it, through it, security. It was a Qantas flight actually that I got it on. Um, yeah, they knew you were a virgin. Lover. You know, yeah, exactly. They said, you know, this when you go, virgin, we'll get him. You go around the back. <laughs> to, it's like gate eight. Uh, around it's kind of around the side there, and yeah. it's quite a long gate. Oh, yeah, Another one, the international gate. Yeah, yeah and there's a separate uh, little there's check a little it, booth checkpoint. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you go. They go. Listen, you're in there, yeah. and so you got to go and unload everything. No, you had virgin written all over you. They thought, we'll show this bloke. He won't be flying Qantas ever again. Uh, and that's absolutely spot on. No, I'm yeah. not, uh, I will fly Qantas again, maybe yeah. someday. One and day. so, how how did you go after that? Were you fine, mate, or yeah, did you feel a little bit violated? Or feel, you it's just one of those things where you go, "Why me? Yeah, like, why did you pick me for this? Yeah, and is it really random? You got you, you got to wonder. Maybe they recognise you. They said, oh, it, that's, the the that's the bag from the Today Show. Let's get him, get him in here. Let's, let's check his bags real, out. Let's, let's, let's see what's really in his bags. Let's check out how many gadgets he's got on him. Yeah. <laughs> on his person. I don't think that's why. <laughs> anyway, international travel. Did you have a, I suppose you, you have a beard all the time. That back I, back I, I in the day, try, I always like try to I'm shave. Talking, when I lived in Perth the, and then came back to Sydney, so we're talking 2001, I, I, like it was a solid beard. Like really, wasn't full is that terrorist a solid, beard. So no, you, no, this is I, I, you can't I grow a thick week. beard or not. No, I or is trim that, every week. Is that right? Yeah. So that's not a, you haven't let that go. That's just trimmed. No, I just trim every really? every twice why a week. Just, I trim. Why just go boom. Because because it's going to be a bit grey. Is that why? Or? Oh, it's no. Well, actually, it used to be because it was quite red. I have a very red beard. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> red beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I want to show you a photo. How does that happen? Red beard. It's a gene. How does that happen? Wow. Yeah, red beard. You'd be like a pirate. Is oh, it pirate or blue beard or like red it's, beard? It's a combination of red and red what? and brown. Yeah, you're bluey. Yeah, <laughs> you're a ranger. <laughs> so it's just made and ranger beard. And I think it's harder. I've to, never heard of that. Before. It's harder to care for a big beard. Yes, than it is just to trim. I thought during COVID you just would have gone, just gone, let it go, mate. Just go bang. It's mate, no. I, I I have respect for the way I I try and have some respect for the way I look also, when I'm on television. You're on television for a start. regularly, yeah, of course. You know, it's like you've you got to have some. Kind so of the a, problem with that is like it's like you know what I'm really I'm cool to just shave my head. Like I'm ready for really. That. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'd love to see you on the stage show with a shaved head. Imagine yeah, well, the Carl, the fun Carl would have I mean, with you on the. No, I'm with not a talking full head. shave. I'm talking what? you know uh, number one, number two, just all the way because you know really? going bald, I may as well, right? Like a prison cut, like a prison cut. You pretty much, yeah. But you can't. You can't test that. Yeah, you got like to do some, it. Yeah, you got to do it. Average people could go, "We'll give it a go," and then in three weeks, it'll be it'll, it'll be back. It'll and I'll never back, do it yeah. again, right? I'm like, I've committed to that. How often do you get like? If I did that, my hair would grow back in. Like, yeah, I you, get my hair cut once a month, like you, in three you weeks. You have to shave three times a day. Your beard no, grows so I don't. fast. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I'm not that her suit as other people. <laughs> but um, what's the? Have you ever shaved your head in your life? No, no. Absolutely I I've not. had a, I've had a number two. I've had a, I've gone Absolutely pretty. Absolutely not. I don't know why I've dope. just found a photo of myself with a with a beer. You have with a red beard. No, with a beer. Um, with a beer. Yeah. What the hell? But I've got a beard. So, oh, so that you did a search for beer to come up with no, beer. No, great, I just searched great work. Two thousand and one, and it didn't really careful what you show search for. Anything. Exactly. Careful. Yeah. Not. It's not helping. It's not working. Okay. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to find it because when you say, oh Jesus, oh, that's that's an embarrassing photo. But I'm going to. This is great. Trevor's just scrolling through his photos on a podcast. It's really terrific. So just saying, so you know, I used to have an animal. What are we here a, for again? Cat? I, are we talking? What are we talking <laughs> My about? My little today? cat, Bob. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, that's not. That's a, bad a red beard. beard. Give me a red. Look. Blow it up again. It is a bit. How old it's are you? Not a great there? photo. You Twelve. <laughs> Twelve with a beard. How did that work? <laughs> that's uh, that's August year two thousand. So you were fifteen, or what? How old were you, mate? <laughs> 
Come on, tell me how young you were. You would love to tell me how young you were, you idiot. How well, old I don't you know were? what that worked out to 24, be. 24, you would have been. 20, yeah, 24. I know your age better than you. <laughs> What's going on? So you would have been like nearly 40. Was, yeah, shut up. I was 32 in 2000. <laughs> nearly, what you say? Nearly 40. <laughs> nearly 40. Yeah, as far as my 24 year old self was, you were nearly 40. There you go. Let's put yeah, it that of way. Of course you were. Right. <laughs> and you had a cat. You did, no, Bob. You're a cat lover. Yeah, my name's had two owner. cats. Yeah, really? Bob and Polly. Right. Bob and Polly got them in Perth. Oh, they they travelled. Uh, they were sent back at one point. Uh, they didn't travel I'm back more with a me, dog, but they were I'm sent more back. A, I'm more a dog person. Oh, we as know, you, as you know, mate. Yeah, Ziggy I'm not, not into the not into the cats. Cats are great. Yeah, so Why? much better Why? than dogs. Why? Because they'll just sit and cuddle with you, and then they'll nick off, and you don't have to worry about them. You don't right. have to take them for walks every day. Right. Okay. You know. Good. They don't. Let us know. Are you a cat the person? Are you a dog person? Let us know. Ziggy so you had to have the zig- hashtag zigzag hashtag dog or cat. Yeah. So you had to have like kitty litter and all that around, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So yeah. the cat would know to go to there to do their business. That's right. Because it, is it, are they attracted by the smell or something? Is that no, how kitty just litter learn. works? That's where they go. Right. Yeah. So you can put. Man, I've why th- do you have to put I kitty see. litter in it then? Why? So that it sanitizes. when they when they they cover it up, it doesn't smell. Right. Okay. And you just scoop it out. That makes sense. These days, there's gadgets for all that, but. I see so many times on TikTok, I see people giving advice on, <laughs> it's it's weird, but it apparently works. I really want to have a cat just to try it. Yeah. You put, on, on a normal toilet, you you put a bit of cardboard <laughs> with kitty litter, right? And you and, yeah. and they, they do their business in in the middle of a toilet seat, So they right? jump up on the toilet They seat. jump up on the toilet and the kitty litter's what? there. So yeah. it's not going into the toilet, it's just on cardboard. On top. And then, after they get used to doing it there, you cut a hole. And and the and they start going and the, and, the, and you make they the go hole to the toilet and you make the hole every week you make the hole bigger and bigger and bigger and they end up just sitting on the toilet seat and going oh in there. Oh my god! Then all you got to do is teach them to flush. <laughs> That's like what's that show? Um, Meet the parents. Where Robert De Niro's cat, I think, he used to was trained to do to do the toilet. Yeah. That's it. That's that's, that's, that's how you do it. It's Amazing. great. Amazing. But the other one on TikTok, and I'm sure I've showed or told you about this, is the dogs with little buttons. Like 20 buttons in front of them. One of them is feed me. One of them is pat me. One of them is ah, take me for a walk. And the dog right. goes, feed me. Yeah, I bet. My dogs would smash that button. Yeah, but yeah. like they, it, really? apparently they're learning the buttons. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. And by the way, my dogs were featured in a, sto- a story on a new website called unfoldingtales.com. My former News Limited colleague set it up. She came over to my place and um, she took photos of the dogs and yep. just sort of wrote a story about her whole thing. And it came up really nice. But... Um, my dogs can understand English, I reckon. They're, they're very good at... Re- whenever I say, like, oh, okay, whenever I use the word out, I'm going out, they start barking, thinking, oh, hang on, they're going out somewhere. Where are they going? Yep. And then uh, they they also know the word outside, because I've got to go out. Yeah. I go, okay, boys, outside, and they know they've got to go outside. Yeah. Um, and, of course, walk. They know that walk. If you say walk in my house, it's just like it's like they've just won a lotto. <laughs> so it's, uh, they get very excited. But that's cool, mate. Cool. But Ziggy and Zaggy or Ziggy and Lowe? <laughs> I can't believe you just said it. No, well, Ziggy Zaggy for our, for our listeners. That's but, the um, best. You rarely they, uh, say it, though. They're on unfoldingtales.com. Check it out. And there's uh, photos of the doggies and me. It's great. Yeah. Lovely stuff. All right. Well, let's do the show, eh? Sure. Is that a good plan? Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 485. Thanks to good people at Netgear and Arlo. And we'll tell you more about them shortly. Talking technology and the rubbish that comes before it. Just so that we... (laughs) Was that rubbish? Well, why do we do that? I just think it's... uh, That's our warm-up session. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that's yeah, a, that's that's before, more that eight minutes was more preparation than we put into the show. <laughs> Stephen arrived yeah. fourteen minutes ago. Yeah, six minutes was me whinging about the car space out the front. Yes. two minutes was me plugging in the gear, and eight minutes you've just heard. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty Part much our show. That's prep. like an audio hammy stretch. That was yeah, our warm up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Stephen, um, there's a bit of drama. Yeah, and I'm fascinated by this one. Um, I think the first to report it was Gizmodo. They reported yeah. that Officeworks had pulled the Apple AirTags from sale. Yeah. Apparently uh, a customer tried, to, I think in Adelaide, tried to buy them. Then they were told, oh, look, we're not selling them right now. They posted something on Reddit, right. which then Gizmodo picked up on. And, right. yeah, they broke the story. But So, yeah. you know, a customer gets told they're not selling them because of safety concerns. And yeah. then people reach out. The ABC reaches out. And you, start, you get a formal uh, statement from Officeworks finally. Yeah. Which says a lot, you know, broadly, 
um, you know, we've withdrawn it until we hear from the ACCC around the safety concerns. Yeah. And it, oh, but ACCC, is that in their wheelhouse, though, for safety? Is there another, like, you know, another, no, another governing body? It's 100% body? the ACCC. Right. They, they have, a, 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 I guess, an arm of the ACCC called product safety, which is yeah. where, where all the product recalls are run through. Okay. Uh, and And... Let's just rewind here. The, the issue is button batteries. Yeah. Any of those tiny little batteries in watches, in uh, car key rings, in the, in the Apple AirTags, peop- there are concerns and brought very valid concerns. Um, three children have died in the last decade or so mm. in Australia because they, they swallowed one. And it's not because it, you know, it's a big thing that it's hard to pass. It's because once it's in you, it, it, it literally burns away its skin and it can, it can literally kill you. So, so it's not just a choking hazard. It's no, also physical. It's actually not the choking hazard right. that is the reason for the concern. Of course, it is a concern. Yeah. But 20 kids a week are hospitalized yeah, well. having consumed the bloody things. Yeah. But it's the, it's the ones that, that it actually has a, a physical health impact. Okay. And those 20 could have health impacts into the rest of their lives because their stomach lining might be Absolutely. burnt. Absolutely. A whole yeah, range well, of things. Dangerous. Aside from the fact that there have been tragic deaths in this space. Yep. And let me be very clear to the narcs. I am absolutely not downplaying the issue that does exist with button batteries. Okay, yeah. it's a real issue, they're, and they're, it, they're in a lot of products too. That's like right. A lot of a uh, lot of little remote controls have them. Yep. Toys, toys have them. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so, so that's that's a guaranteed understanding. I get it. Yeah. The ACCC have been looking into this through product safety, and they have announced new regulations um, that will yeah. require button batteries and products with them in them. From June 2022. Yeah. This was only drafted like December last year, wasn't it? Uh, this official uh, late policy. last year, it yeah. was put in as official December policy. December 2020, yeah. So okay. it's still 12, 18 months away before yeah. it's required that this this comes into place. But let yeah. me be clear. Those changes are marketing and product packaging changes. Right. Okay? So, to the, the, so the customer knows by looking at the packaging that there's a button battery. Boom. Safe, and they got to take care. That's right. Right. It's n- it's not. It's not about the design. It's not about. It's not about changing the design um, principles that already exist, and there are international standards around yes. it being a two-click process. So with a with an air air tag, and you demonstrated this on Tech yep. Guide. Yep. You need to push and twist. Twisted anti-clockwise. Okay. With yeah. a tile, you need to push and push out. Yep. Um. With a lot of things, there's a screw, and you got to unscrew it. My, yep. my keyring has a screw, and you got to unscrew it. Yep. Um. Those regulations already exist. Yeah. And Apple say quite clearly they meet the international Let me standards. Read it. Yes. Let me read it. AirTag is designed to meet international child safety standards, including those in Australia, by requiring a two-step push and turn mechanism to access the user replaceable battery. We are following the regulations closely and are working to ensure our products will meet or exceed new standards, including including those for packaging labeling, well ahead of the timeline required. So what Apple's saying is. The product meets international standards for the the safety of the battery. Um, That is, you know, push and turn. Um, Apple also says that the new regulations coming in Australia, they will meet ahead of time. So they're saying, and they're admitting their current packaging doesn't meet the new standards that are coming out, Mm -hmm. but that it will. Now, my thing here is Officeworks is jumping the gun. Like, Mm. on what basis does Officeworks withdraw a product from sale Mm. When there's no recall, yeah, it, they've made their own corporate decision. And he, my concern isn't that they're good on them for having safety at the forefront. Yeah, But the reason I call BS on it, and I literally said that in my story, is what about everything else? Yeah, like, like t- tile. You mentioned what tile. What about tile? But tile, so you say you, what, what's the process with tile? Tile, press, you need press to push, and push. push out and, and, and the battery is exposed. Now, someone said to me last night, it's actually harder to get the battery out of a tile. You need like yeah. a pin or something to get it well, out. You see my little video I did, the, the battery just pops straight out of the air of tank. Of the air tank. Yeah. So there's a difference there out. for yeah. sure. Um, but but it's not for Officeworks to say whether a product meets standards or guidelines. Yeah. Now, but, but the air tag, just to be clear... Does meet the standard. Correct. So there's the reason. So what the reason for Officeworks to do this is like a personal concern. Someone, Correct. someone on the board or something said, "Listen, yeah." And if so that's the case, then they've got to pull half their products off the shelf. Or let's say they believe that, as we've we've isolated here, the AirTag battery does pop out more easily. Yeah. If they believe that they've made a decision that way, then they should say that more clearly. They shouldn't say yeah. until we hear guidance from the ACCC. Mate, the ACCC, What's the ACCC will put ACCC out. Do? Yeah. They will put out a notification if there's a product recall uh-huh. required. Yeah. But what you need to say is we believe the AirTag 
has is easier to get access to the button battery. Therefore, we have withdrawn it from sale. Yeah. Forget the ACCC, folks. This is your decision. But even even so, like <coughs> they, they, they have made it out like it's the ACCC. They have created yeah. global a, headlines sort of around the safety of the air tag. Yeah. When it's their decision, not not the yeah, ACCC, no safety body. I understand, but um, the like Office Works though, I think rather than just pulling them from sale, and customers have been asking for them, they said so yeah. we're, we're at the moment we're not doing it. They should. Uh, I think JB has this on their website. There's a big red symbol saying. So this does has Harvey a Norman. Battery. It has. It says so very clearly. There's a button battery and it's a safety notification. Should an office works say, look, here, here's the air tag, but be careful. There's a button battery. It yep. says it on the package anyway. Here's another. But be careful. Can't they warn customers and say, listen, if you've got children, this is this, this something you should know about. Button batteries should anyway. Button batteries themselves, I'm told, are now sold behind the counter at office works. So. Yeah. The physical replacement yep. batteries need to you need to pick up a card and then take that and they get the batteries out. Okay, um, that's what, what? that's that's a good move. But sh- yeah. if like this is what I'm saying, you're still selling the friggin' batteries. Of course, of course. Which which when you get a battery, it's hard to open them. When you get air tags, it's hard to open the box. Do you remember how hard yeah. it was to open that box? It was hard. Yeah, I had like, to get a blade to open it up. Like yeah. it's not easy. So so the physical purchasing of the product is not an unsafe thing. No. Now, here's my biggest concern. Um, Choice, who led the charge, again, to their credit, who led the charge over these changes to the regulation around button batteries. Yep. Choice yesterday on Facebook posted this. Let me find it because I took a screenshot, as I do, and I will read it to you. Choice's post says, Officeworks has pulled Apple's new AirTags from sale over serious safety concerns. And then it, it, they serious say serious safety concerns in. Yeah. Uh, they in say join the call to make selling unsafe products in Australia illegal. What? How? They're not unsafe products. How? I don't. I'm sure you wow. can't defame a company, but wow. how is that not yeah, wow. libelous? I didn't didn't realise that. I just find that yeah outrageous. So what I want to do and get yours ready as well. I want to read some of my reader reaction. Oh, like either mate. side, like yeah. I'll, of on Tech Guide, I um the reaction w- sort of was varied. Um, one said we are too much of a nanny state. Yep. Seriously, we should ban knives and forks in kitchens as well. Then, yep. Someone says one another that. guy said, Office Works just being flogs. What's a what's that mean? Flogs. I got that one as well. Yes. Office Works being flogs, it, getting it's publicity. Same. It's, it's Danny, same. is it Danny? Uh, Getting publicity isn't always a good thing. They even sell the CR two hundred three two battery still. That's my point. So they're selling an unsafe product. Yeah, uh, you know, Choice is saying the unsafe product is the battery, not the air tag. Yeah, but Officeworks sell the battery. They sell the battery, and then another, another guy, uh, Peter, he actually um, put out of he shared a video on how easy it is to remove a tile battery. You know the demo I did yep. on mine. He yep. did. He sent the same video tile battery coming out as well. I got fifty four comments. I can't read and them all. But why are Officeworks still selling tiles? Then that was another comment. Yep. Yeah. They could make replacing batteries as hard as uh, replacing iPhone screens. Um, <laughs> someone suggested to me the AirTag should be wireless. That would have been genius. Just put it on a wireless charger or an Apple Watch charger. Boom. Yeah, yeah that yeah, would be smart. But it would be a lot bigger though. Um, uh, Such a load of rubbish. They even sell the damn batteries. Yes. That's another response. But um, yeah, but then, some people just say that's their choice. But then another dude saying, very dangerous, deadly to children. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when a children sucks it? Saliva gets under the cap and, and they bang it against a wall. If they've road tested that and it doesn't come off, I'd trust it. Well, Otherwise, saliva no won't way. get under the cap because it's waterproof. Yeah, yeah true that. Um, yeah. In fact, I'm just, I mean, this is a terrible thing to say because it would be a much bigger choking hazard to, to swallow an air tag than yeah. a, a, a battery. Well, the air tag is the bigger. size of a 50 cent coin. It's, it's big. It's bigger, right? You could, you could still be swallowed. Of but course, yeah. It would actually possibly be protected from the stomach lining in the 24 course, hours it was because, there. Because it's uh, got water resistance. But, but also, but, yeah. who's keeping an air tag yeah, I know. sitting around? With a it's reach. on a key ring, which yeah. is even harder to yeah, open. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in a it's in a, a a dongle. Like they're not made yeah. to be swallowed on their own. If it's just about the battery, yeah. then the batteries shouldn't be sold ever. Right. But uh, you, I like <coughs> your point though about the ha- making them wireless. So I, I think if, if that's the case, it'd be a lot bigger. I don't think you can have a wireless sort of induction charging coil that small. I, I, I'd like I'd like for people to. This was a good comment from wrong. Sam Scontos, um, yeah. who we both dealt with for a long time when he was um, running Alcatel in Australia. Yeah. 
He said, that's nothing new, Trevor. Retailers are governed, governed by the ranging and marketing dollars offered them by suppliers. They get, they get preferential treatment in return. I just wonder how much Tile paid to have Apple pushed out. Of course, uh, we'll never know. The ultimate loser is the consumer who can't buy what they want from their favourite retailer. Uh, now, that also correlates with something I was also told from someone in the industry. So, hang on, hang on a minute. Reading between the lines there, it's <coughs> like, is, this a, is this a push by Tile to... Yes. Yes, because Officeworks might have a massive account with Tile, and they're yes. selling a ton of Tile. Correct. Okay. Who that, knows? That's that's yeah. That that's and a, Tile may well. That's us. That's just uh, that's not us saying that. That's some people speculating. Tile that. may well be you know hedging their bets on the fact that theirs is harder to remove the battery, not yeah. the battery cover, the yeah. battery itself. Okay. They may be confident that that's a that's a better safety process, and it may well be. Wow. I think Apple could potentially wow. learn from that, right? But I've also heard from someone else in the industry that this could be Officeworks reacting to not getting a great supply. Uh, a hugely popular product drops, and let's say Harvey Norman and JB get priority. Yeah. Let's say Harvey's get 10,000, JB's get 8,000, Officeworks get 1,000. Yeah. They're annoyed. They, they want to they, they show their annoyance. But, but why, why punish <coughs> the customer then? If they're annoyed, the customer wants them, they offer them to the customer. All I'm saying is... If they can say to Apple, look, we need another 10,000. If Officeworks have a problem, they should be very clear what their problem with the AirTag is, not just deflecting to the ACCC. If the ACCC want to recall the product, they will. And let me be clear, and I was a bit of an ass about this in my story, but Officeworks, (laughs) you know, they had a pair of rip-off AirPods, and they were recalled for fire and safety concerns. Yeah. Okay, a product recall over an Officeworks product. So the generic, That's generic how it brand. works. Yeah. A, pro- a product is found to be faulty or concerning. Yeah. The ACCC issues a warning. The, the retailer uh, has yeah. the, the, recall the recall process. Recall, of course, yeah. It's not rocket science. It's yeah. been done before. But there is. But just to be clear, <clears throat> these have not been recalled. This is purely an Officeworks decision not to range them because someone on staff thought, eh, these might not be safe. And then they're they're swinging in for asking the ACCC to adjudicate on this, basically, aren't they? Yes, that's so basically what So they can what say, righto, just to back us up. And mate, so it, I'm waiting for the ACCC then to say, well, nothing to see here. Oh, mate, I think there's... That would make 50, officers look like fools. 50-50 chance, though, they're going to go, actually, we think it is uh, mm. a problem. And no. That's possible. And it'll, well, but, but then, good but luck then, Officeworks ever selling a Mac again. Dr- drag tile into <clears> it then. Because I know, but I do think the tile will will have the advantage because of the the secondary requirement to kind of get a pen, twist the battery out, a pen or a, or a you know a little bobby pin or something to to actually that, flip the battery not, out. That's actually not in the standard though. That's that's not in requirement. Oh, no, the requirement absolutely. is accessing the battery, not the battery. Correct. The and also, get here, it out. here's my biggest point about all of this: is mm. the ACCC has done an amazing thing by creating these new guidelines. New guidelines do nothing to prevent the problem. They just put warnings on. Now, the example I'll give you is drones. Do you remember five years ago you buy a Phantom 4? You open it up and there's a there's a pamphlet. Little yellow piece of paper. There's a pamphlet this big. Yeah. Have you seen how big the pamphlets are yeah. now in the DJIs? Yeah, they'd be bigger. So the, yeah. No, smaller, they're tiny. Smaller, yeah. They've gone from being an A5 thing yeah, to, like to a this little tiny little thing size. smaller yeah. than a business card. <laughs> you can't even read the text on yeah. it because yeah. they're just ticking a box. They're going, it's safety. We've put they it in there. They used to be big on a big yellow piece of paper. Now they're on a little, like almost now credit card. tiny. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. That's, the ACCC is just creating a, a, a new notification process Who's reading the notifications? No one. Yeah. Okay. The the thing, if they want to be truly strong about it, they need to enforce even stronger rules around how to get the batteries out. And yeah. I would argue it could be made harder on an on an air tag. I'm just checking if there has been any development on uh, the, from the A Triple C air tag. Yeah. No, I don't <coughs> so. I'm just looking now. Um, the top stories I think are still from yesterday about how. Retailers, Aussie retailers. So, so the the there are were other retailers. Uh, so JB Hi-Fi's been dragged into it, right? I've yeah. asked, they've not answered. They don't say anywhere that they're stopping JB it. JB have removed AirTag from stores after concerns. AirTag but is a small device. They've just run out of stock, mate. Right. That, that's what's <laughs> happened. They've got no really? stock, and you can't trust the lovely but you know well pierced staff member at JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> They've probably just seen the stories and they're saying that to people. Yeah. That, who knows? They're not just out of stock. Oh, they're still on their website. That's right. I, I will double check that right now. They've got the warning that they're out of stock and they've got the yep. warning that it's a button battery. I'm on the JB Hi-Fi site now. This is an, again, you search AirTag. Again, another exciting part of the yep, podcast. Absolutely. We're AirTag here for AirTag is there. There it release, is. And the actual AirTags themselves Boom. are there. Yep. 
So I click, click on, on the, one, the individual and it'll one. say it's out of stock. It'll say temporarily unavailable online. Yeah. That's not to say it's not available in store. That's right. Uh, and it says here, temporarily unavailable online. Due to very high demand, the product is currently unavailable. Product contains a coin button battery, cell battery. See product description below for important safety details. And Harvey is, Norman still has them available and in stock right. and with the button battery warning. Right. But I think that had to be there anyway. You know what? Regardless of this. Yeah, of this. absolutely. Yeah. It does. That's that's yeah. part of the regulations. Yeah. Amazon delivery made good. Well oh, great. Again, what um, do you this time? Uh, I've got an alarm clock segment on uh, So all on the stuff Monday you morning. buy, a lot of that stuff yourself, you've got to buy it all. Yeah. It's yeah, cheap. Yeah, okay. You know, take Great. one for the team. So, do you put an expense form in? Maybe no, I don't. I probably should. should. put an expense form I think I'm just going to talk to Amazon and say, listen, can I have a bit of credit? <laughs> um, Fair enough. So so here's the... Yeah. L- let me let me summarise one other part of the problem here. Um, warning labels, da-da-da-da-da, yeah. and here's what I think should happen. I think the ACCC should be given millions of dollars by the government to put an advertising campaign out. We need to we need to advertise that it's dangerous to keep button batteries around. That it's dangerous to have. But battery. they do already. They've they've done that. Like, uh, like a TV campaign. No, not a TV campaign. I'm but, talking if they really want to make a change. You try buy a button battery, right? Mm. It's hard for an adult to open that. I know. I've got some over it's here. Hard it's hard for an hard. adult to open that. Absolutely. Do you remember, do you remember I needed one. I needed one when we went to um in the kind of our country drive. Remember we did. Yeah. When we went to Orange and that. Yeah. I needed because you know the red dot finder on my scope. I needed a new button battery. Remember we went to the yeah. supermarket or they were behind the counter. Yes. Remember. That's right. Yeah. Which is great. That's and a the good packaging. Way. Well, I needed like scissors to open it. You need still, scissors to open scissors are. these days. Yeah. <laughs> is Office Work still selling yeah. scissors? Yeah. Exactly. I know. Well. Because it's not yeah. the it's not the packaging, yeah. it's the product. It's the product. Okay, yeah, yeah. AirTag packaging is not consumable by kids, uh, nor is the AirTag alleged to be the dangerous product. It's the button it's battery, the battery is what Choice is saying. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're still selling scissors, yeah, in they could be in a box the size of a car. You're still selling a dangerous product. Yeah, exactly right, mate. Exactly right. It's they, just and, we've and gone they, too and far. And they I'm, sell, I'm just saying we've gone too yeah, far. I agree. I agree. I think they've. Um, I feel desperately look, you know, sorry for no, parents who've look, had injuries or, or, or lost children well, over this. But seriously, I, I reckon though the person at Officeworks probably has a child. Yes. Probably has a young child. Yes. And is is and is, needs was more genuinely, sh- more shelves up high. Yeah. Was genuinely concerned, and I think there. Uh, I don't know. Look, we've mentioned about tile and whether whether that was a factor or not. But look. At the end of the day, the thought was the they were coming from the right place, worried about safety of their customers and their customers' children. And, and so good on them for that. But and now I, that we've now I, that we've seen it, it's it's actually it's it's no more dangerous or safer. It's the same as other products they've already and, stocked. And let me reiterate again: I support Officeworks making that decision to yep. withdraw a product from yep. sale. That was courageous. But if they're going to do it, make it very clear. Put a notice on their website yeah. and put out a statement. Yeah. Which, by the way, they still haven't sent me they my statement. I've they asked. haven't sent anything, have no. they? No. Yeah. I asked yesterday, and then I said, oh, bugger it. I'll just, after half an hour, I said, I'll just use the ABC website, will I? Yeah. Um, but be very clear that you are withdrawing the product because you believe it's unsafe mm. and that you've referred it to the they, ACCC. They have not formally said anything, have they? No. They haven't released a statement of it. So. Only they've told the ABC. They've, they've, they've told select journalists. Right. I asked them yesterday. Yeah. Still nothing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, look. Uh, I, I, have you got? Uh, I've got one right here. Here's my air tag right here. Look, on, on, my key, on my key rings over there. There's one of my. You can see one of my backpack over there Ooh. on the ground, and there's We've one got the hanging same on the one on our backpack. There you go. Is that right? I was thought they might have given us maybe a more manly colour for the the look. You didn't like the orange? I don't mind it. Would have preferred like a blue or a black. Or something. Hit, again, I've said the last thing a few times, but I do think <laughs> Apple will react to this subtly over in, well, in the next two years. I'm talking. Okay. They, here's what I asked do. them again yesterday for a statement too. No, they, they sent no, no. They sent me the same thing, but they also yeah. sent me something more. They oh, no, also yeah, the, said the the regulation, the regulation yeah. section, which I 4. talked about 8. earlier, eight point three. Yeah, yeah I talked about that. What I'm saying is, let's say EtaG two point is available. I, it could be wireless charging, or B, it, it might be like a tile where the button is stuck in there and isn't doesn't pop out like it does. Yeah. And secondly, the holders, if it, you can remove the battery while the tag is in the holder, uh, why not why not make the clip on the holder cover the battery case more so you can actually remove it from that? Oh, would it do, would yeah, it do, do it? Do it. Push and twist. Push and twist. It'll come out and it'll pop out while it's in the holder. I can't get a grip. That's all good. Trust me, you can okay. do. So okay. I would make, I would make the back of the holder. Covered. Okay, so the holder, there's no. Well, they want the logo to appear, and they want the little silver flash. Put the logo well. on the on the, on the front. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so. That's I think an that's, idea. that's that's an improvement. But they have, can make. I haven't read of any other concerns in other countries. So the no, US because is so we on. we have the strictest consumer laws in the world. Yeah. Okay. And which is a good thing. We're, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah, which is not, a good I'm thing. not complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, let's follow due process here, folks. Fair call, mate. Fair right. call. You can wow. read about that uh, at eftm.com and, of course, techguide.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, let's talk about the other massive topic of the week, and that's uh, concerning the NBN. Yep. And you're going to read out the list the of suburbs? Of Go! Suburbs. Yeah, okay. The list of suburbs was announced uh, from, by the NBN, and these are the suburbs and towns that are going to receive the fibre upgrade. Mm. We're not talking about your diet here either. We're talking about your NBN you connection. with fibre in your diet? No, no plenty mate. of fibre. But uh, what no generally, no, mate, all clear. Uh, <laughs> generally, what's going to happen here is that, that homes served with fibre to the node, when, let's face it, it's the worst possible NBN you could get, slowest, and probably the you probably hear and me from customers who are yep. on fibre to the node, and it's rubbish. It's a lot of them complaining that it's worse than what they had pre-NBN. So uh, the, the, these are the communities where they're going to extend fibre into those areas to get rid of those slower fibre-to-the-node connections. So this was announced um, late last year that they were going to have this rollout yeah. to, to hit Three, it. You know, $3.5 billion they're spending. But it's not all fibre-to-the-node areas. No. Okay, let's be clear. There's I think it's 4 million homes on fibre-to-the-node. It's basically two, two and a half million of them over the course of time that are going to get yeah. this upgrade. But most of them are they going to be, is it the majority of farms? No, 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 no. It's still going to leave. After this is done, yep. there's still going to be a million plus homes With that are still got fibre to the node yeah. as their only option. Okay. The, the big thing about this is, and this is critical, it's it's not a guaranteed upgrade. So if you've got fibre to the oh, node yeah, now... You've you got to pay, don't you? You've got to apply no, for a higher you, plan. You've got to apply for a higher plan. You don't have to pay for the installation of the fibre. No. You've you got, got to, to pay apply for, for a higher plan. plan. Yeah. And if you do, then the NBN will roll the fibre to your home. Yeah. But if you if you got fibre to the node and you're getting 50 meg or 100 meg, because some people do if yeah. they're not near the node, um, and you're happy, yeah, yeah. nothing changes. No, no, bu- business no, as usual. no digging happening. It's yeah. all good. But for those customers who are getting 10 megabits per second, well, that's not that's no one because struggling. 25 is the minimum. Well, aren't fibre to the node customers? I've had I've heard from customers they're getting less than that, well, less that's than 20. They're, 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 yeah. You know what it is? It's the wiring in their home or it's their Wi-Fi. Because okay. I guarantee you, the NBN coming to their house is 25. Even fibre to the node? Yes. Over copper lines? Yes, and it's only the people that are 400 metres from the node. The bulk yeah. of people along the node line are getting 40, 50, 60, 80, right. and, and the ones closest to the node are getting 100. But it's people that want gigabit. You know, we're talking yep. about even if you live next to the node, you get one gigabit, you're going to need fibre. And so that's, I think it's a good plan because it means they don't waste money digging yeah. up every home. And far out, it's it's like rekindling the, the worst period of my life with the whinging about NBN this mm. week. People going, oh, this is going back to what Kevin Rudd wanted to make. It's not because we're not digging up every driveway. Yeah, it's selective. If you want it, you get it. Spot on. So rather than the old plan was here it is if you want it or not. But this time, it's you'll get it if you want it. Yeah, and, and and this applies to you as well. You got fibre to the curb. I know. So in I can get that last bit uh, made fibre. So the I've got fibre to the curb, which is running along the footpath from my pit to my house. House is copper. Yep. So they'll just replace that bit. But if if you choose to go higher oh, than yeah, two fifty, yeah, I will. You will go gigabit. Well, I can't get two fifty now. I, I think you'll find in the coming year they'll give you two fifty in on your current. Technology? Give me a fifth, 250. Availability? Yeah. Through fr- fibre to but the But then curb. I'm going to drop my upload speed, though. That's the decision I'm you make. Hu- I'm 140 now still. Yeah. The, if I was to... Uh, current Optus plans yes. is now 120. Yeah, and the 250 is 250, 25. Oh, dear. What? How the, are you going to notice, mate? Well, I don't know. Then you the, need to go gigabit, which is 1,000... I don't know what it is up, actually. What do you got at home? 250, 250 25. 25. Through Aussie Broadband? Yeah. Right. And you got fibre to the no, you got HFC. HFC yeah, yeah, right. Yep. So like, I'm I'm not though. This won't be available for me till like well in next year or, or beyond. Yeah, that. it'll 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 be. So this is only a part of the announcement. So this there's going to be announcements of suburbs for the next couple of years, basically. So is, uh, and so, so you're going to remember this. You're going to get a letter. You're going to get a letter in the mail. So yeah. don't don't rush to do anything. So you're going to get a letter in the mail. And there are we have both <laughs> listed the suburbs in on FTM and also yep. TechGuide.com.au, and uh, it's been going very well. That story. It's been doing very well. Yeah. That story. Um, the what's the nearest suburb to you that's on this list here? I don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> didn't you look? Pretty much most of Sydney is is HFC. Yeah, close to me is Alexandria. That's okay. one suburb. Yeah. Um, 
I got. A, I had a lot. I like did a, look. I did look for Queensland all the, has a huge win. Like there's a lot of Queensland right. getting getting Queenslander. Yeah. yeah. Really. But I looked to because all, all my various segments from various parts of the country. Yep. I looked to see what was close to there. Yes. There, and I sort of made mention of those. Did you do that, mate? Oh yeah. So I, I do a thing. Did in, you have um, a bit of attention on the Sunshine to, Coast attention in, in Queensland? It had a lot of sub, like a lot of suburbs yeah. on the Sunshine Coast. And then uh, yeah, the northern suburbs of Brisbane was very good, and a lot of Perth. Too. Camperdown, that's near. That's in Sydney here somewhere. Um, anyway, there's Hunter's hundreds Hill. and hundreds of suburbs listed. You don't yeah. need us to run through them, but um, there's a lot. But there's also then a... Um, there's an unwritten list of suburbs that don't have it, and that's the haves and haves not situation. Yeah. But then there's also the previous fibre-to-the-node to fibre-to-the-premises fibre upgrade announcements that were made back in February. Oh, yeah, so I like combine them towns, all. Like Bathurst. I combine them all, yep. yeah. Uh, and then I, I put some effort in. Yeah. I combined all the suburbs. Mate, yeah. I just cut and paste it, mate. That's no, what mate, I, I cut no, paste but I, no, I like to distinguish between the different timelines. Like, these were the suburbs in October 2020 included. Yeah, but that's just Then February included. I oh, know, but... People want one list. I want to see who's, prefer, who's preferred. Uh, if you want one single alphabetical <laughs> list, go to EFTM.com. Great. Good stuff, Trev. <laughs> Good stuff. Do you love the fact that from a PR perspective, then they, they sent out a release going, we've made some changes, here's the update. And I went, yeah, tell me what you changed. Because yeah. I've already, I like, changed. Yeah, I might just change it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I need to. I need to make incremental changes. Like I'm, I didn't just copy paste. Please, I need the information. Okay. I um, formatted it. You know, I put a bit of effort into it. Um, come on, <laughs> don't, don't downgrade my efforts there. No, I'm downgrading. I spent half an hour on that. Don't cut and paste. Shame me. <laughs> no, there's people that just take screenshots. No, I don't do that. That's I know sometimes if it's a nice looking diagram, I'll take a screenshot. If they've if they've put the effort in, oh, that looks nice. Um, I'm not. I can't do better than that. I'm going to take enough. that. I'm going to take that. Okay, fair, yeah. fair cop. No, no I'll pay know. that. I'll pay that. That's how we've got very <laughs> right. high standards. If, you, if, you, if you're getting the upgrade, let us know because you'd be yeah. pumped. You'd also Absolutely. be now going. Oh Christ! Well, what it's going to be 18 cost? months. What, are, what will it cost? You reckon? What do you mean? The, the upgrade. If you say you want to go to 250, well, we already know. Like I'm paying 129. No, but if you say you want to go gigabit then. Well, the, the, the plans are all available. I'm, I'm, yeah. All the carriers have gigabit. the plans already. But gigabit plans. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Because if you've got fibre to the premises, you can have gigabit plans. Okay. So the plans already exist. Yeah. There's not going to be any surprises. If you yeah. want to go from 40 to 250, then on Aussie Broadband, you're going to pay about 129 bucks. That's what I pay for 250. Yeah. So 129 a month. Yeah. For, one, for 250. I spend an extra uh, 20 bucks to get 250 download from 100. 250 down? Yeah. To, and so, how much? 50 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. So you're paying already $109. Yep. For your hundred, hundred slash forty, really? Yeah, that's expensive. No, it's good. It's I'm fine. paying. I pay unlimited. eighty bucks. Oh, good on you for my hundred down, forty up, unlimited. Yep. Yeah. Make much better support through Aussie Broadband. You Great think so? Time. Yeah. Unbelievable. I've got a hotline at Optus, mate. Of the yeah, but you're you're Stephen Fennick from TechGuy.com today. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> you're wrangling your way around no, the I'm situation, not, mate. No, mate. I'm not. I go in as just Joe Blow. Oh, of course you do. Because <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's no sounds, special that's treatment. Sounds, yeah. That sounds like you, yeah, mate. That sounds it is like me. you. I don't so this ever yeah, go for g'day, Fable. G'day, this is Trevor from Thordley. Yeah, good on you. Yep. They don't know who you are, mate. No. The Aussie Broadband. No. Oh, they, I mean, they do, but not the customer okay. support people. Okay, but you're still you're paying the same price everyone else. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's all of this. I knew that. That's all good. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the early ones to get it that way, yeah? Yeah. You're one of the first. Not the first. I well, certainly had it a long time before you. Yeah, I understand like that. 5G, okay. still got that? Unnecessary you to 5G yet? No. I <laughs> the favourite thing of this week, though, was what did we tweet <laughs> last week about 5G? And one bloke goes, just just listening to the podcast, I think it was Craig. Yeah. Smart uh, ass. The only comment. reason I got, yes. the only reason I want 5G is to be able to take screenshots, screenshots. and rub it in Stephen yeah. Fennick's nose. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. You're, you're on my list, mate. That's the best ever. Yeah, I saw Imagine if too. we had a list. I saw that too, and I... Uh, I chose not to respond, but yeah, he's in the memory bank. <laughs> two blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. You know, last minute Mother's Day uh, gift idea, Netgear Mural. I'm saying outstanding gift. Mum will love it. 
499 bucks at Harvey Norman. You've still got time to go and get one. Get one on Saturday. <clears throat> She'll love it because she can. You, she, you can subscribe to Artworks. And when you buy it, you get a year's worth of mural membership, which allows you to subscribe to, say, the Louvre Museum in uh, Paris and get all the artworks from there, a uh, whole range of different artists, modern and, and contemporary, uh, modern and classic. Um, plus, of course, there's just general photos. So if you've got photos on your phone or her phone, you can sync an album from your iPhone to the Mural app and it will upload any photos you put in that album so that they're always available on the Netgear Mural. And when you sit and look at a mural, front on, side, whatever you look at, it's a beautiful, beautiful screen. Um, way better than any standard kind of digital photo frame you might have seen before. It is worth the investment, take my word for it. And I think it'll make a very, very lovely Mother's Day gift. Do not buy your mum an appliance. She will hate you forever. Um, it's a big no-no, don't you think, Stephen? I've got it. I've got it uh, on no, my. No, buy an iron. No, don't do that. No, I've got it. Uh, if you, it's in the background. Whenever I'm on Sky News or any of my videos, it's in the background. You, you see it changing sometimes for all the different artworks. Yeah, on. Yes, love it. It's, love it. It's beautiful. Check it out this weekend uh, ahead of Mother's Day, or get her a belated Mother's Day present. Uh, Netgear.com.au. Yeah. You'll find the Netgear mural at Harvey Norman. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I never thought we'd be talking about a stick vacuum with lasers. I mean, we've talked about lasers. robot vacuums with um, uh, LiDAR and all these amazing yeah. technologies, but stick vacuums are pretty much push and suck, you know, do the job with <laughs> you. <laughs> Great. Love that. Love but, a bit of push and suck. Oh, you went too far? The Dyson. Because you said it. Dyson. Yep. No, Dyson suck. They suck well. Yeah. That's what? a compliment. There's when you say new... my Dyson sucks, it's a compliment. The new one is the Dyson V15. V15 Detect. They skipped a lot of numbers. Yeah. They I had the V11. 13, 14. Yeah, gone. 12 as well. They no, the there's, V10. A, there's a V12 uh, slimline model. Oh, really? The V12 is a slim. Right, yeah, okay. I went to the briefing, mate. You didn't... Uh, <laughs> is that I, new? I, I, uh, it's a, it's this a slimmer, lighter version of the V15. Oh, Same right. Same features, it's a smaller. With the laser? Read it's all about... It's all on tech guys. Does it have the laser? No, no laser. Then it's oh, no, not... no, sorry. No, it has laser. Everything's smaller, though. Smaller uh, bin, smaller head. Okay. You know, you like a little head, mate? Stop it. <laughs> uh, I, like three, big, I like a bigger head. There's three critical things to talk about on this new V15 Detect. Um, the laser is just a phenomenal concept, right? So the idea here is that, not that you use a laser to work out whether you're near a wall or not, but the laser illuminates for the user. So it's yeah. for me to be able to see the dust in front of me. Yeah. So on, we've got, ha- on hard floors only, though. We've got hard floors only, so this is perfect yeah. for us. Nice. You're in the kitchen. You're you th- And I said to the people from Dyson, I said, you know, I always think that I've done the right job because you use a pattern you're going to this square meter and they're going to move yeah. over and do this square meter but, and you're using your eyes to yes. see if there's any other debris on the ground and, but the laser is is powerful enough sits low enough like 7 mil off the ground at 1.5 degree angle or something yeah. that it will illuminate dust on the ground it's amazing. for you to be able to see yeah. with your own eyes you know how they got the idea for that an engineer who was uh, at home one time and he some wa- light streaming in the window, and he saw all the airborne dust. He saw how light can actually illuminate, light, yeah. illuminate all the dust, and you know how you, you can see that in the air. And uh, that was the idea behind it. And wow. then it went through like about eight different versions of it and took like years of development. And the actual laser diode they had to design and the lens and everything. And it's just fascinating and, and does a remarkable job. Like the demo that they showed us was that the, there was a white hard floor, and you think, looking at it, you think that's spotless. Then they put the laser on it, and there was sugar and salt and everything on the ground that you would you wouldn't normally have seen if you hadn't have uh, hadn't have put the laser on it. And even when you're doing it, it shows up where you've done and where you need to do. So it gets to the point there where you're thinking, okay, that's really clean now. And I think what is critical here is when you see photos of this product in store on ads and stuff, you'll see the vacuum head looks normal, but then there's this green light, green and you think, spray of light, is that yeah. real or is that just the way they're it's real. When, when you yeah. first see the product photo, you think that's them demonstrating how it works. But no, no, that's an actual that's real green yeah. light that appears on the screen. Absolutely. And and you know what? The other thing, and, and again, Dyson just really taking their engineering to another level here. They use acoustics to detect the size of the dust particles. Yeah, so this is the second big feature yeah. of, of the product. So you can see... On the on the back of the handle, you know, there's like a digital display. Yep. It's showing you, okay, well, there's heaps. I just vacuumed twenty nine thousand bits of pollen here, and there, there's also some dust mites and there's other debris. So you can see it's telling you what's in what's being vacuumed. So when you see those levels drop, 
you're thinking, okay, well, that area is clean now. Yeah, so saying, okay, well, I've got everything. It's it's basically using acoustics, so so sound yeah. in the barrel. So it's working yeah. out what's coming up into the vacuum barrel, and it's going. That's really noisy. So there still must be a lot of particles. Yeah. Or it's really it's getting quieter. So you've done the job here. Yeah. And, I said, how's it going to react with all the Lego? <laughs> <coughs> it won't fit. No. But the uh, the thing too, I think the approach from Dyson now is that you you need to not only have a clean home, you also need to have a healthy home. That was the big focus in the demo that I saw, where there's a lot of thing places where you're not you're not aware of that are that are uh, that are doing that are you you might you might think oh that's clean and and yeah. you, you're not aware that on the t- coffee table where you've got a pot plant there's just a ton of pollen there that you might be sitting next to and you might have hay fever because mm. a lot of us spend most of our time indoors and there's a lot of pollutants indoors and yep. particles and stuff so. Dyson, their approach is, well, look, let's at least you know you've got a actual evidence that where you've cleaned is now clean. And look, I think there's a lot of people going to go, I don't need all that info, I'm just going to vacuum, whatever. Look, you know what, go to Big W, buy a V7, it's 300 bucks, 400 bucks, and, and you've, got a, yeah. you've got a great stick vacuum. Yeah. This is for people that really do uh, not just take pride but have concern or care about yeah. how clean a place is. Now, you know, they said to me, you know, we do challenge you to you know use your current vacuum. And he, he said... Yeah. Cheekily, he said, "Robot or otherwise," knowing full well that that's how we clean. Yeah. But to be clear, we have the robot, but we have a Dyson sitting in the kitchen, yeah. and we have another Same one upstairs. Yeah. And that's what you pull out when you know there's a big messy area. You, you just want to clean it up, and you yeah. want to do it right now. I don't open up the app and send the vacuum to that that messy area. Vacuum just does its its chores. I think the vacuum we've mentioned the this before. The, the the robot does the maintenance. It yeah. maintains the clean. It doesn't give you that real deep clean. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. It, it I, I, maintains the clean. Originally, with robots, that was definitely my theory. But now it's got to a point where we get a great clean every every time it's out, and yeah. we do not have a weekly schedule of doing a deep vacuuming anymore. Right. But we will absolutely go right today. We're gonna, you know, the bathrooms, the whatever. We're gonna focus on that area, and that's when you get the Dyson out and you do it yeah. yourself, and you just feel that confidence. You get under everything, you make absolutely. sure you've done everything. You know. Yeah. So we should also mention to the other little light, the light, the, Omni. uh, the OmniGlide, which is really light and they've got a, that multi-swivel head. If you've ever used one of those those mops, those, like those flat like mops that, that that twist and yeah. go in the right direction, that's yeah. what this does. It's amazing. It's amazing, and it, it, I think it's the first Dyson can actually um, f- the vacuum can fold down to the same height as the top of the head. Ah, so you right. can actually put it underneath, uh, like a if you got like a, a long a way under the lounge, or yeah. like a, a a shelf a shelf you could put it under there as well. Um, the remarkable. other feature of that's available with the new V15 and Co is the hair removing head. I'm how I'm going to call it. They call it a hair yes, screw. The, the conical shaped head. So basically, yeah. instead of this big cylinder, it's actually a cone like uh, yeah. design. And what happens is it it. One of them, it kind of over time, it brushes away, actually combs away all the, the hair that gets caught in it. There's another one, which is like a smaller thing for like lounges and stuff for specific pet hair areas, which it will not even it will not even suck into the into the head, the the hairs and stuff. It will actually yeah. essentially separate it out. Yeah, like it's phenomenal, and that's a huge problem for us. The hair is the tangle. Yeah, it's like bath when you're doing the bathrooms, the, the yeah. amount of hair I pull out of the Dyson head. Yep, it, and the thing not they anymore. say is. Because that hair's in there, mm. the brush on the head gets becomes inefficient. Yeah, so you're actually not getting pull, pull up the, the full clean. Yeah. It's yeah, you think. But uh, the um, and it, uh, but I got pets, and I I would use that feature. Like the, the Dyson's pretty good at sucking up pet hair anyway. And luckily, the, the our pet hairs are normally pretty small; they're not really long. Yeah. But like, oh, mate, I got I got two two women in my my daughter and my wife who've got both got long hair, and yeah, that that could be a a, a vacuum choker if. Uh, if you don't, if you don't have a Dyson, it's definitely a game changer. Yeah, um, yeah. So the, the not available until eh? May May twenty seven. The yeah. Omni, the little glide one, is what five ninety nine. Five nine nine. Yep. And then there's the V fifteen Detect, which is top 14, of the line, fourteen hundred and sixty nine bucks. So you're paying top dollar for the top, well top, top shelf for for that. But then there's also the V twelve, which is sort of the the Detect Slim. They call it V twelve oh. Detect Slim. And that's thirteen nine. No, that's thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, the V, the V twelve is. I'm thinking, why don't you just pay the extra seventy bucks and get the other one? Really, is that the yeah. only difference? I think so. Yeah, hang on, <coughs> let me have a look here. Makes sense, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Omniglide five ninety nine. Yeah, I think it's seventy dollars. 
I could be it's wrong. Crazy! It's just the size of the, the bin. It's like the outsize, the yeah. B11 and the yeah. B11 outsize. Just, just a slim down version of the 15. Does everything everything is the head wider? Um, you know, on the outsize, the head's wider and the bin's bigger. I think the Detect Slim has the same size head, but a smaller bin. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because the outsize is a big bugger. It is the V11 outsize, and the, the motor power is the same also. Yeah. Yeah. Just the size is different. Okay. Yeah. All right, full details at techguide.com.au. If you're uh, looking to replace your Dyson or get into a stick vac for the first time, it's uh, it's not cheap, but bloody hell, they do a good job. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, uh, TCL have uh, formally launched their new 20 series smartphones. We've we've seen them. Uh, yep. In in the in I think CES was the initial announcement for yes, the 20 series. That's, right. that's going away back now, but they've now uh, have launch dates and prices. We're, we're talking end of May. They're going to go on sale at Harvey Norman. They're going on sale at the end of May, and then OfficeWorks from June. There are two models. Yep. The TCL 25G and the TCL 20SE. And the thing, again, with these products is that uh, they prove once again that you don't have to spend massive money to get a really good quality device. And the 5G version, we'll start with that one, is under $500. Under 500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, beautiful big 6.67-inch um, screen, HDR10 playback, and their next vision technology, which really makes stuff pop on the screen. Yeah. Do you remember when we were in Orange and we were taking photos with the TCL and we are like, yes. you really... That was the 10. Yeah, the 10 Pro. You could just really yeah. see that pop of the colour. Absolutely, It was doing yeah. stuff to photos that we would normally but do. That's, but post. that's the screen too, though. That's yeah. the screen as well, because the yeah. screen's got this amazing colour calibration, and it's also got SDR to HDR conversion, which I've never yeah. seen on another phone. Yeah. And you've got to remember, TCL is a massive TV manufacturer as they well. They know screens. So displays, they know a little bit about displays, and they've brought that technology into these devices. 10 times digital zoom on the on the 5G version with Google Lens built in, fingerprint on the side, a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, and fast charging to 18 watts. So Unbelievable. It's a lot of stuff. If 5G, though, is not, is, is not important to you. Doesn't matter. That's then still the tw- I, know, I agree, but I'm saying if if 5G is not a deal breaker, yeah. if you're happy with 4G, then I reckon the SE is probably pound for pound amazing value because Steven. they're getting what what have you got a, a larger screen? You got a six point eight two screen. Yep. You've got a bigger battery. Yep. And you got 5, better camera. You've got more lenses on the camera. There's four lenses on the camera. Yep. Apart um, from the there's a 48 megapixel, a five megapixel, two megapixel, two megapixel. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they'll do, I'll be honest, because... Uh, one, I think, is a, a focus. Uh, there's one that's one the main focus. camera, one a wide-angle macro camera, the four times camera. Four-times zoom is digital. Yeah. Um, look, it won't surprise you to know that when choosing which of these I wanted to review... You chose the cheaper one. Yeah. Because it's... Because, uh, mate, I don't need 5G. Yeah. And, and I mate, went 5G. 299. Yeah. I am... Blown away. Yeah, that's amazing in the value. And then look, we're talking, it's got the same display as the 499 version. Yeah. It's got a camera that is, I won't say better, but different. So they're rather options. No, I think that's right. you got to be, it's it's, yeah. it's got more lenses, but that's just doing things. Yeah. So, for example, I've, I've tested it, and I'll, I'll publish this in the weeks ahead, but I took some photos down in at Sydney Harbour, and, you know, with some two-time zoom, four-time zoom, and it's clearly digital zoom, right? So I, I'd hold off on the zoom. Just just use the bloody camera yeah. and frame it up nicely and get a good shot. But the HDR, the its, its ability to detect the lighting, uh, like it was beautiful. Like for a $300 camera phone, un, unbelievable quality. It, it, I agree. I'm legit blown away. And, and uh, again, you've got to remember TCL and Alcatel kind of from the same family there. And our, our TCL demonstrating that they're, uh, you know, pound for pound and bang for your buck. Again, these are really impressive. And that's the, that's the areas where they're serving. So entry, mid-tier, very busy areas of phones and yep. very competitive. Yeah. But I think these will really stand up, I think, in terms of what you get quality-wise. And I think, the that, price. I think TCL brand, um, because... The, the TVs are doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're not unknown. <laughs> There's some familiarity there. Yeah. I actually think when you're spending between three and 800 bucks and you do see Oppo, Realme, Vivo, well, I used to be there, even Samsung, all that. Yeah. You see TCL, it's like in those top couple of brands in terms of awareness. So, yeah. you know, the people at risk here are Oppo and Realme and Vivo yeah. and those kind of brands, Definitely. don't you think? Definitely. Yeah. I think um, that people will be pleasantly surprised by. It. I reckon too that the 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 look of these design of them are oh, really mate, really slick. I love They're it. Really Again, nice. I love the yeah. SE. 
Yeah, it's a really nice cool. design. It's a yeah. good phone. Same with the five. The five five uh, G is uh, pretty slick. I've got the blue one, the blue color. Yeah, yeah well, I think you can only get blue. Blue in the five G. Oh, Miss Gray, you can get also in the five G. The, the black, the black is all I've got. Oh, okay, is that the only colour for the for other the, for the SE? SE? Yeah, okay. New it black, very cool. Mist grey and placid yeah. blue in the five G. I uh, I remember when I first got it, I was asking people. I said, "What do you reckon this is worth?" And they were saying, "Oh, seven nine nine, eight nine nine." I said, four nine nine. Yeah, with the five G. Five G. But even even the t- SE looks as good. Same design, mate. Yeah. See, and it's, and it's two hundred dollars cheaper. Not bad. Crazy. They've lost their minds, etc. cetera. Uh, you can read about those uh, launch prices and the, and the specs at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. In the weeks ahead, we'll have full reviews of the TCL 20 series smartphones, as you can always find at our websites. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, uh, proudly sponsored by our good friends at Arlo. And you know what? Let's talk resolution. A lot of people think, why do I need the Arlo Ultra 2? Yep. Well, because you get better resolution. The Ultra 2 has 4K HDR resolution. Now, let's think about that. What's the advantage? The advantage is that higher resolution means you get greater image clarity and quality. You can see more. Yep. And because it's got HDR as well, uh, there are some areas in, in cheaper cameras where the sunlight might be sort of coming across your driveway and normally it's blown out on a video. You don't yeah. see any detail in that area. But having HDR, that that reveals that area and, and, ex, and you can see it in all its detail. But also, too, with 4K, you can zoom in and look at things like number plates and faces and people. You see things that you wouldn't normally see on, like, a 2K or a HD camera. And also, there's some things that they can do with that extra resolution, like you can have this follow situation. So if it sees a person, yeah. it'll actually zoom in and follow them. It's like it's a real cameraman yes. following the person, and you so, get that in a, in a better quality. So you know, I, in, in my driveway, I have this, and sort of the high resolution and zoom features means I can see, if I wanted to, say someone pulls it into my driveway... I can zoom in and look, read their number plate, and even see their face in, yep. the winds- in the windscreen. Lower resolution cameras, you might not, you might not get that. So, uh, another friend, uh, friend of mine who's got this as well, has got a really big yard. So they're also using the the Ultra Two with the. It's got a hundred eighty wide field uh, field of view, and he can monitor his whole backyard with one camera. Yep. And and with that added detail, you can zoom in. Is that friend me? Uh, no, it's not. No, another friend of mine, who I recommended it to, by the way. Right, it's another friend. So you another are friend me as a friend. That's nice, mate. You're Thank a friend. You. Yeah, Jeez, buddy. I've, I've, I've got more than one friend though. Oh, anyway, I don't. So. If, you, <laughs> if you want to find out more about Arlo Ultra Two and how they can help you protect your property, go to arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, we have. News from uh, LG we can uh, cover off nice and easily here. We've got TVs finally. It's, it's a little bit late. TV season. You know, they are a bit late. A bit late. So what is it? Um, We're in May. Early April, eh, they do it. Yeah. With, is it just a case of them wanting the other brands to get out of the way? Or? Well, we don't really have full pricing or, or, or we don't have availability and we haven't seen yet a lot of the high sense stuff as well. Yeah, so that's coming. I think the... I think there might be that, all that semiconductor dramas in the world yeah, with cars supply, and everything is affecting everything. Issue, yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, um, what you're looking at here is a huge, like I'm talking massive range of TVs. Yeah. Um, the most expensive is just the signature LG OLED Z1 at $62,990 for just an 88-inch OLED. Just a lazy 68, 63 yeah. grand. I might get... I'll get the 77-inch at 32 grand. What do you think? Um, their OLED range, the B, the A, the C, and the G, they range. I mean, you're looking at about... Well, the A and B are entries level. I think A1 is under three grand, and the B1 yeah, is so under 3,500. 27.49 now for the 48-inch A1. Yep. Um, and you're seeing a lot of gamers go for that. Yes. The 48-inch yeah, is actually doable on a, on a desk and, yeah. and you know set it up in the a gaming range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. But the, the, yeah, they've got the variable refresh rate and the... Uh, the sort of the automatic load latency. Yes. So it's a, it's a gamer's dream. This um, but have they, Stephen, have I missed, have they not released their mini LED? Mini LED is their, well, it's the nano cell at the moment, isn't no, it? No, haven't they got the Neo Q? Neo, no, that, what are not, they calling that's it? That's not part of this, no. Yeah, see, so it's not, not here. It. You've no. got Hisense, Samsung and LG year. all have mini LED TVs yeah. coming. Well, you know, remember, they're, they're hero products. They are still the OLED. So I know, but it's just... They're leading out with that, mate. I just feel like, again, the, CES is becoming less and less relevant when you announce a product and you don't bring it to market until the very end of the year. Maybe. But uh, with just on the OLED, though, it, there is a development here because they've new, the new OLED is... Is, I think what do they call it? Evo is which is got slightly better brightness now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it is 
it is becoming uh, like OLED. I think that its only weakness was it couldn't match the brightness of QLED. But yeah. now th- this is up to 20% brighter. Um, and they've also got uh, the, the series that includes the Evo is the G series, which is the gallery series. You know, the really ultra old flush mounted um, TVs you yes. can get. So they look they look spectacular. 10 grand be, for a 77 inch, yeah. 37.99 for the 55 inch. Yeah. And you know what? People, if they're fussy about what the TV looks like on the wall. They don't want it to be that, too bulky. That's the TV to have. That's, not that's just, really that's nice. This, I mean, to be honest, the LG OLED G1 is probably the ultimate TV because yeah. it's beautifully mounted and it's the best quality television you yeah. can buy. Well, the 55 inches, 3799. Yep. Which for the gallery is not bad. If you're going to mount it on your wall, if it look nice, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. What's a 77 inch? Ten thousand. Yeah, and in th- retail that's probably what eight thousand. But though, like comparatively, even the C series is yeah. thirty four ninety nine. You're only paying three hundred bucks for the gallery. Yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. I mean, I think they've priced the gallery very competitively. Very competitive. So the forty-eight inch A one, which is what you were mentioning, the gamers, uh, the yep. gamers panel, it's frothing twenty-seven forty-nine. Yeah, that's not bad. I reckon that's a good price. Like you compare that if you were to buy a gaming monitor, it'll cost you that much. If you want to buy a really big gaming monitor, yeah, yeah. it'll probably be around the two grand mark. Hey, eh? so yeah. there you are. It's a TV OLED I'm TV impressed. at the same time. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get to see these in a couple of weeks. We'll get yep. to sit and have a look at a few of them. Uh, and obviously they'll be available in uh, throughout May. They're becoming available. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, those prices are at uh, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I thought we'd wrap up real quick with a little... Uh, our good mates at Telsite have done some... Uh, Foad, Foad, you've been working hard. Foad, you've done, outdone yourself here. Uh, they've compiled a look at the last decade of technology and said how that it's the biggest growth in technology in the last 10 years that we've seen in history. Yeah, right. Incredible. And we've been around to see it, Trev. The two blokes talking tech podcast. I mean, it, does it has, mention us is here? Ten years old. <laughs> we have tracked these movements, and here's what I like though. I'll uh, I'll sum up. I, I really do like the comparisons from 2010 to 2020. Yes. My favourite is the number of mobile devices uh, in in smartphone use. Number of mobile devices in Australia in 2010, 4.4 million. Fast forward to 2020, and that is now 21.6 million. That's a 390% increase. And you, you think of the last decade and how our phones have become the central part of our life. Yeah. Real, a fixture. Yeah. And I think in 2010, I think the only people rocking smartphones were probably early iPhone adopters and people like that. I don't think a lot of people really got on the bandwagon of smartphones until like 2012, 13, when yes. it really took off. It really jumped so, up. Uh, this, was, this was the decade of the smartphone. Absolutely. Even though the smartphones weren't invented in this decade. The one I wanted to look at, and we mentioned the NBN earlier, I find this uh, a really good example. And again, people call me an NBN apologist, but let's just realise how good <laughs> we are going with this with this technology. Yeah. 30% of Australian homes are now on a 100 meg or faster speed plan compared to 78% that were on ADSL with average speeds less than 15 megabits per second 10 years ago. Incredible. That's less, amazing. Less than 15 megabits per second. 78% yeah. were on so we're less on. than 15 meg. Yeah. Incredible. Could you imagine that today? Uh, it'd be an outrage. But another thing too with our faster connections for the internet has also increased our enabled higher data usage. Yes. Average increased by 793%. Yeah. 28 gig. This surprised me actually. In 2010, monthly average usage was 28 gigabytes, which is a lot eh, for 2010. Yes, maybe. But but it's only apparently 250 gigabytes now. That's a quarter of what our use uses. Really? But that's average. What are you using? Yeah. That's average. I haven't even checked. It's unlimited. Uh, uh, that's right. No need to check. There's no. no you, I haven't checked limited? either. Are you no. unlimited? Yeah, unlimited as well. Oh, you got a terabyte or something? No, it was originally a terabyte, but now it's unlimited. Right. Okay. Well, crazy. Uh, so twenty-eight to two fifty gig. That's that's awesome. Technology. Uh, it's doing very well. It's doing very very well. But the other thing too, uh, and the big thing that we're in this decade is also our digital goods and services and online entertainment subscriptions. And we're talking—that sounds like OnlyFans when you talk, say it. We're talking. <laughs> no, we're talking about Spotify, Apple Music, <gasps> and now, of course, Netflix. Then okay. streaming, streaming digital services. Yep. Um, is is there a, a 
a chicken and corn service? There? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of those for um, streaming subscription oh, service. Oh, I don't know. I Is don't pay for any, no. It's <laughs> just so much out there, eh? You don't need to pay for it. You don't need to pay. If you're paying for porn, you're an idiot. Okay? <laughs> Let's just be clear. If you're paying for chicken and corn, you're an idiot. <laughs> that's got to be the headline. Yeah, that's it, mate. But anyway, the uh, digital, in all seriousness, digital subscription, online entertainment apps has increased sixfold from $2.2 billion we were spending in 2010 yep. to $14.4 billion in 2020. So uh, really cool. And also, and specifically, streaming video on-demand services grew from grew between 2014 and 2020. It grew 40-fold. To with more than now 16 million services uh, in 2020, so pretty good. Right. Three in five households are using at least one streaming video on-demand service. That was at the end of 2020. Yeah. Three in five. So three-fifths of these of Australian households have at least Which is one. a lot more than three-fifths of stuff all. That's right. <laughs> is that, like, did your parents ever say that? My mum would always say that, three-fifths of... Of FA, yeah. Bugger-all, yeah. Three fifths of it just Did sounds. Swear? Would she swear? Would you say bugger? Nah. Would you say F no, F4? Yeah. No, really? No, no filter. No filter. Your mum, lovely. Your mum's lovely, mate. But she doesn't. No, but she's. She, I mean, she's grumpy and and and, <laughs> and angry, but she's not a swearer. Right. Okay. She will swear, but not regularly. Yeah. I remember you when we were at your mum's pub. You swore in front of your mother, and, and you were like, "Wow!" Thinking, "Wow." I do that too sometimes, but not not as you know, Occasionally, but I never used to. Even in front of my brothers, I never used to swear. I was scared to swear in front of them. They'd get angry at me or something. Now, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Zero problem. You are a grown man. I'm a grown man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny because, yeah. And in front of you, in, in even, oh, my kids are all grown up now, so they're not babies. We'll talk yeah. swearing in the private feed. How's yeah, that for an sure, idea? Sure. All right. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. That's a wrap, episode 485. Uh, tune in next week for another exciting episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech, which will be live from a, another state, I can confirm. Ah, um, confirm already. You've oh, confirmed it. I haven't yeah, asked right. my wife, but okay. I'll check. There we go. Um, there we go. And uh, that'll be also thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Stephen, I'll uh, see you then. Ciao. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.